0: Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode two hundred seventy-seven. Whoa! I'm Chris, and joining me today are
1: Ames! Caitlin, Jake,
0: and today we are here to discuss episodes uh, vis-a-vis and the Omega Directive. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: the new, new theme song for this week. I don't think I'm going to use our theme this week We're just going to do this.
3: Good. Oh. I'll Quite a bit. Uh,
2: what was that, Jake?
3: That was the theme song to <coughs> The Terminator. Yep.
2: Okay. The original. Very nice. Uh, we covered The Terminator and somehow yeah. that did not register with me. Apparently no, I did not pay attention at all during The Terminator. It doesn't
0: It does feel a little weird as a theme for that movie, but we should discuss that at the time. This time, we're discussing Vis-a-Vis. Tell us. So, in Vis-a-Vis, for some reason, the the Voyager writers have kind of fallen back on, like, sitcom tropes kind of. Like, Tom is in a mood out of nowhere. He's, like, discontent with his job. only ignoring Milana,
2: Yeah. It's
0: like, it's just out of nowhere, he's been spending time in the Hall deck playing Car Mechanic Simulator. <laughs> and, you know, whatever. He's, he's what the uh, newspapers are starting to call quiet quitting, which just means doing the job that's expected of you and not overdoing it for less money.
2: Yes, please, Tom.
0: Do it. Of course, they're not paid, so. Anyway... <laughs> They come across a funny little ship in space, which Tom posits has a coaxial warp drive. Ooh, that's fun to say. Coaxial. Ooh, I like everyone it. say coaxial. coaxial.
1: Coaxial. Coaxial.
0: Go fuck yourself.
1: Nice. Buzzkill. Interesting pronunciation, Jake.
0: But it's got a coaxial warp drive, which can fold space, which, as Caitlin said, makes it a dune ship.
1: Yep, it's a dune ship. Yeah! Uh,
0: and they, uh, you know, it's it's all destabilized, and it's potentially going to curplode and murder everyone, and Tom is like, the one class I paid attention to wasn't something fun, it was subspace geometric theory. I'm
2: sure the instructor was hot
0: that's what it was. <laughs> so they manage to somehow hootily do the wootily what's its. Their warp field stabilizes the other fellas. Hooray. Yay. They beam him aboard. They agree to help him with his ship. Him and Tom become buddies and whoopsie he's a shapeshifter. Woo. And his the way his ship shape, shape wow. Ship shape.
2: His, his ship shape,
0: shape and shape 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 woof, woof, boy. So yes the way his ship shape 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 ship ship shape, 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 shape Oh, fuck you. (laughs) That's what Tom wanted to do. Gotta keep all that in now just because I was made to look like a chump. Uh, So, yeah, the way his shape-shifting works is he has to, like, steal your genetic code and download his other to you. So he doesn't, like, take on someone's form. He takes someone's form and gives them his old one. So Tom becomes him. He becomes Tom. And then you're like, oh, is this going to be one of those dumb you know, stolen body things, which are so boring. No, because it turns out this guy is the worst at stealing identities. Really
1: bad bad at
2: it. The worst idea guy. He
0: rumbles his own game in like 10 minutes. Um, Alana's
2: like, this isn't how Tom kisses.
1: Slap! Yeah,
0: and then he steals Janeway, which I'll admit bamboozled me, and tries to make off with her, but by then, real Tom has woken up because the previous... Person whose body had been stolen is found. I and mean, it's a whole thing. And basically, they team up, get back, knock out the carburetor, and get the bodies all re-swapped around. In
2: literally, like, a log entry. Yeah. The doctor figured it out for us. Next scene. Yeah,
0: pretty much. <laughs> um, And that's, that's basically the the gist. And now we'll get into detail. Intruder alert. Turnabout intruder alert. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, so I went into this kind of unenthused because, again, I I body swap plots just so boring and repetitive. This one was definitely brought an extra layer of joy by just how fucking bad Steth was at this.
2: Yeah, okay, that's good.
0: Or whatever his real name is and Steth was the guy whose body we don't know his name.
2: We don't, we don't. Or we don't know anything about them really. This shapeshifter we, we know that previous to the Steth form there was this spotty, faded-faced lady form, yeah. whom we know nothing. Actually, we know nothing about. No, I didn't
0: even. I saw in your notes she does apparently have a name.
2: It might just be on the memory alpha. I don't even fucking know. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, but that was great. She's like, "Wow, you you bothered to download these files and then apparently didn't read them."
2: No, the one like, oh, file wait, Tom has to go to go to work with the doctor sometimes. This is news to me. But he apparently
0: peg? did read the EMH's file because he knew. Just flatter him.
2: Yep.
3: Well, here's the thing. Here's a stupid thing yes. that I didn't like: is Tom. how stupid Tom. everything was, and <laughs> and in particular how good he was at impersonating Janeway, mm. while being absolute shit at impersonating everybody else. Like, because, because, like Janeway comes out, she drops a bunch of janeway mm. like totally, like. Well,
1: he had been reading her files, her but personal he's, logs, he'd also that's been, why.
3: you know, hanging out with tom for days and yeah. still fucked that one up
0: yeah yeah it, yeah like clearly this guy mo- usually is on his own when he has stolen a body and he like went from stage one to stage five without any of the intermediary stages because <laughs> yeah. holy crap he was not ready for that
3: and like to, to, so does janeway in like assuming he learned everything he knows about janeway by reading her personal logs does she like like recite like, reenact the day's events. And she's like, mm. and then I said to Chakotay, on screen. And then they put the thing on the screen. And I said, well, get, get to the temper,
1: Mr. Tuvok. And it was wonderful. <laughs> what is this Janeway voice? I'm doing? Janeway.
0: I think I prefer when we just do a bad Kate Hepburn.
1: I feel like that sounded like somebody, and I can't think of what it was.
0: You'll remember it midway through a mega directive.
1: It's oh, like a, the really? announcer from Futurama or something. Oh, like a little that. bit. A little it bit. reminds me a little of though. What's that, Cloud? Oh, I Think yeah. you can handle him? That, that narration um,
3: voice, but. But yeah, I don't know. I thought that was silly. I also thought, okay, the so when he takes over, Janeway, you know, it's done. It's kind of done off screen. Yeah. We see like Tom kind of approach Janeway. Then it cuts to the bridge, and Janeway's like, "Get in here, Tuvok. I need you." Uh, and then Tuvok walks in and... She's naked. What the fuck? Tom, to, the person that appears to be Tom is strangling Janeway. Yeah. So that means that Janeway in Tom's body yeah, is strangling uh, sticks, whatever his fucking name is. But they are, they switched places because Janeway had been on that side of the room, so so there must have been like a, a, a proper struggle. tussle, yeah. But then, like, why is Janeway now strangling this person, and why didn't wasn't that didn't
0: he have to make physical contact with Tom to do the switch before? And yeah, I think he grabbed him by the throat.
3: Yeah, but it wasn't he that was grabbing; it was the other person. It was, it was Janeway. Was getting strangled getting by strangled. Tom. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't make it's sense. It's the wrong person was doing the strangling. Yeah, no, that's
1: that is confusing. I didn't. I didn't think it, of it, that. Well, it, maybe but... they happened to walk in just in time for the transference to have happened, and so they were both still holding each other's necks.
3: But Janeway would not have been holding.
1: If she, if if someone put their hands around your neck and you were able to reciprocate, you might. I don't think that's.
3: But I mean, the thing happen. is, like, I th- I don't think it. The scene makes zero sense as as it was. It'd watched. be
0: like like he trans- changed into her and then she overpowered him. But she wouldn't be strangling him. Yeah. She'd be doing like Starfleet kung fu. Yeah, she'd be that doing curb be, chops
2: because that now is Tom, right? No, 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 Tom, Tom is, is Tom still is on the other shit. Okay. No,
3: it is not It is Janeway that looks like Tom. God, fuck this episode. One that? plus
0: one plus two plus one
3: and and and. Lilo and Stitch, who looks like Janeway, but it's Lilo and Stitch getting Steph. choked out. Can we call him Ste- Seth? Whatever, I don't fucking <laughs> stethoscope. So um, Seth's getting choked out by Janeway, Janeway in, in Tom's, Tom's body. body. Okay. And then they shoot Janeway in Tom's body, which conveniently knocks her out. Yep. For long enough that. I, like what was fake? Janeway's plan. What was Seth's plan here? Now is she just gonna leave? Like just hang out? Like I think if hope hope Janeway and Tom's body dies because as soon as as soon as the real Janeway wakes up, she's gonna be like she's
2: gonna By the like, way, I'm Janeway. I yeah. know all the codes, and this guy doesn't. That, that's <laughs> the thing.
0: I think like if Tom hadn't shown back up, maybe his plan was to just try to be Janeway. Now. Oh,
3: I knew you were going crazy, Mister. Mr. Paris, I guess, I guess we'll always have Paris. Yes. (laughs) Which, let's
0: talk about real Janeway right now. She has been a lizard and fucked Tom, and now she has been Tom. Her connections with Tom are getting weird.
1: They've both been inside each other. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, here's the other thing about this episode,
2: is that, so we see people playing each other's characters... To various effect, I don't think Robbie McNeil has the chops to play all these various characters. Let alone himself having a kind of day in which he's being very bitchy. Well, you can't
0: blame him because it's like, you're an actor and it's like, hey, here's something that just doesn't make sense for your character right now. Good luck!
2: Yeah, yeah. You're you're (laughs) suddenly ignoring B'Elanna. For no reason. You're a little bitch all of a sudden. I can understand, and here's the thing we've been saying for fucking weeks now. Paris should not be the only nurse on the fucking ship. No. God nope. damn it! And
0: in the next episode, we see at least one other.
2: Oh my god!
0: Yeah, remind me of so that. I'm so upset. We get
2: to it. I'm so upset that that. And I get it's because you know he's a main main character. You yeah. already
1: have him on the call sheets all the fucking time.
0: And they like having you know um, the dynamic Picardo, Picardo snark with him. at him. Well, yep. but maybe
1: his complaints were heard. Maybe this is the greasy this, the squeaky wheel getting grease the monkey. grease. The grease monkey getting what? the grease. The squeaky wheel getting the grease monkeys. <laughs> um, can I also bring up something else that really bothered me about this episode? All of it. Yeah. So, so the very.
3: Opening scene is Tom working on this old car, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the end scene is Tom and Bellana making out in said old car. I think yep. it was a different old car. Nope. No, no, the old same car. car. The whole point was that he no. was, that was he was spending his time fixing up the car. Okay. And now he it's added the
2: stripes. The stripes are new, I think. Mm-hmm. No, the, well,
3: I think I just think the hood was up previously. Oh, we maybe. never maybe it. Oh, oh, saw it. Maybe that's what first. it was. We never saw I it. I was like,
1: look the same, but you're right. The Camaro. The Camaro, but here's <laughs> the a here's joke. the fucking. It was a okay, 69. if you're gonna spend, hey, if you're gonna nice. use this
3: device, this car fixing device in your show, he's going to start the car at some point. Mm. Why did the car never
1: start? I didn't think of that. The whole we were part... more interested in hearing Bellana's engines purring at the end. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. <laughs> Maybe you... that was all the plan all along. He's like, I don't even care if I ever get this thing moving. I just want to fucking make out in the I front mean, here's, seat.
3: Here's the other thing. In terms of getting the car moving, computer repair car
1: no, done. Like, like Chris says, it's, it's one of those job simulator uh, video games you can play. Yeah, he's gonna do. He's gonna power wash some siding later.
0: <laughs> what uh? What drove me nuts was at the end when he called it a mint condition Camaro. It's like it's a fucking hologram. It ain't mint anything. <laughs> it's hard light.
1: It's programmed to look mint condition. I'm feeling pretty hard light myself. If you know what I mean.
0: But yeah, I I was really not into like fucking Tom Parish channeling Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh, <gasps> like he doesn't have time for his relationship. He's gonna be in his fucking hollow garage, and it just
2: didn't it didn't make sense. Yeah, I feel like this episode like is like a holdover from an earlier season or Seriously. something. It it feels like not the Tom we're at currently. Yeah, no. It feels like there's not like they didn't quite make a reason for him to be. So bitchy to everybody.
0: No. And, like, they could have still had, like, the car thing without it having consumed his life because they wanted the carburetor bit. I get that. But, like, it could have been a thing he was doing in his spare time without it affecting the rest of his life.
1: Well, yeah, but if they didn't establish that he was already acting weird, it might have been harder for Steph to get away with acting so fucking weird. But then Steph went super weird. Yeah, like, but they still didn't think it was anything more than Janeway was looking for brain amoeba, for Christ's sake, to try to explain it. Like, Well, th-
0: by that point it turns out that was already she'd already swapped places at that stage.
1: I thought she swapped places at the stage wherein she was choking him.
0: Yeah, but by the time Tom was in bed and they were like, he was like weird DNA strand and, and possible amoebas, like that was after that, wasn't it?
1: I thought that yeah, he, it was, yeah. I thought she already said to him in the meeting before they switched that she wanted him to go to sickbay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, did. That's right. That's true. I forgot. Yeah, because it
2: wouldn't make sense for Janeway slash Steph to say that to Tom slash Janeway.
0: Yeah, no, I, I forgot about that scene.
2: Because then Tom slash Janeway would just say like, "I'm Janeway, everyone.
1: Hello."
0: <laughs> Let me tell you about the Omega Directive.
1: And speaking of the Omega Directive, no, 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 it's right. too early. I know
3: we have to talk about this shit for another few minutes at least. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I mean, maybe it's that I didn't realize when Janeway and Tom had switched. I I would have to go back and Mm. see what the subsequent scenes were because I didn't realize until Janeway was taking over the shuttle with throwing Seven out on her ass. Yeah. Which is something Janeway would do.
1: (laughs) Mm.
0: You'd be surprised how often I uh, solve 24th century problems with 20th century technology. You want to go, oh, how many? Well, okay, this is the first time, but still, proof (laughs) of concept.
2: I think it happens often enough
0: probably. But. No.
3: No. 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 Uh, now. Now. If if Steph had tried to take 7 of 9,
2: she would have murdered him.
3: Well, yes, but also I imagine he would Steph would take over her f- form.
0: But he wouldn't have Borg implants, because no. he was making a genetic copy. Yeah, no, he wouldn't have the eyepiece, or the little chin thing, or the hand But then
3: again, the clothes changed. The clothes oh, yeah. did change, that's true. How oh, does that work? No, actually, well, at least when well, he took when Tom, he did, they did. did I
1: was going to say, when he did Paris, he but stayed in his... But when he did Janeway,
3: his... she certainly wasn't wearing Tom's uniform. Well, that's maybe, true. Maybe he
1: just did a quick change.
0: Yeah. I mean, they do both wear the same color, but, but they are not a, the not same not size.
3: Or... Pips, or yeah, anything well, that's the thing, thing, easy though. Is,
0: to move. But yeah, I don't think I don't think we would have gotten. That's the thing, though. Of course, is Steph It oh Jesus Christ! The alien Steph is significantly shorter than Tom Paris, and there wasn't a clothes issue there. So. It's
1: like that scene in Austin Powers where mm. like the really tall guy and the really short fat woman are the people they steal the clothes from, and they fit Mike Myers and Elizabeth Hurley perfectly. Yeah, uh, yeah, Elizabeth Hurley. Yes, yes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a funny movie. It is. Why are we talk about Austin Powers stuff? So because it's so good, dude.
3: Okay, other thing that really fucking irritates me. We now have a folding space warp engine.
0: Never going to mention it again.
3: Never mention it what Like, why, why of all of the things to introduce as, the as like, the MacGuffin here? Yeah. Why?
2: Yeah. That? Send him on his way. He's yeah. bye. Like, why isn't
3: it, like, bridge? you know, like, it's... What, it's like the one thing that Voyager needs to get home.
1: Yeah, they could, and have. now they
3: literally have it. They have installed it in one of their shuttles. Yeah. And Tom knows
0: everything about it. He figured out how to make it work. For Christ's sakes.
1: Just add a cart. Just add carburetor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that doesn't make a like if they could have just made it a different kind. You know. Oh yeah, it was a new kind of warp engine. Yeah, it, it runs
1: like
2: cleaner. It Uses something. wind power. Yeah,
0: it, or you know, it's a bit more efficient, but. It's new, so it had issues. But yeah, and we'll never mention this coaxial warp drive ever again.
3: Maybe it's like a sublight engine and you're going to use it for some kind of racer. I don't fucking know.
2: Fuck you, Jake.
3: Well, because then it ties in with the muscle car thing.
2: Oh, okay. I
1: thought you were referring to a few un- upcoming episodes. And they'll be racing for pinks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well,
2: speaking yeah. of ships, I liked the Benton ships that we saw. Those were nice. They yeah. had those big blue bulbous things. Yeah, and they
0: amazing. had a, a they had a, a visible spinny piece. Oh,
2: I missed the spinny piece. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, the underside of one of them, you can kind of see it's got like a. a um, oh, what's that called? That actually is it the transmission? Oh God, it's the bit in the inside of a car that actually moves drive shaft. Ah, the, oh, the dri- Yes, it has a drive shaft.
3: Yeah, uh, something didn't quite make a lot of sense to me in that scene. So Tom is. In Steff's body,
2: yep, wakes up in the sh- in the, the coaxial ship. Gets
3: attacked by these two other ships mm-hmm. that accuse him of being a, th- a thief, and then the real Steff shows up in a third ship, shoots the two Bentham ships, and then that's and that's it. All, all we see of them, they just they're gone now. Like
2: the other ships, Homelets? like oh, we don't gosh. like
3: because. The real Steph in the lady body wasn't on the Bentham ships. Yeah. He was on a totally a different, different ship. ship. Yeah. That, that swooped in and kind of saved Tom on the, the the fancy ship, on the fancy you know shuttle thing. So I, I really don't understand.
2: Yeah, they, they kind of really rushed the ending, kind of, in terms of who is who, is who, who knows what, whose ship is whose... Nope, the, and the answer is, uh eh, Steth will figure it out later.
0: Yeah, it, maybe we'd spent less time with Whiny Tom. We could have had a more fleshed out ending.
2: Yeah, I didn't need Whiny Tom. The only part of Whiny Tom that I liked was after he and Torres have a fight in in Mess Hall, and Neelix comes over, and they have their fight. They finish back with their, their fight. Torres storms away, and Neelix is just left there, like, judging silently. And I loved the look on Ethan Phillips' face of just like, Tom, you dork.
3: So, also, from fake Steph's perspective, when he stole Tom's body, why not just, like, set the warp engine to overload? And destroy the the ship and kill the other body? That seems like a huge liability to just let him go. Yeah, yeah, it does.
2: So, I know, so, so what exactly, Steph's impulses for the entire episode are, oh god, my body's about to revert back to a different shape that I don't like anymore or something. Gotta get a new body. He does that. And then it seems like his motivation is flipped to, gee, this Starfleet ship seems really nice. I should just live here? Apparently. What exactly was his motivation? I guess.
3: Because
2: he just... here's my solution. Here's my easy solution. Because then he wouldn't get figured out like a, like a fool. Naomi Wildman. Oh, that's not bad. Um, That was my
3: thought the whole time. Like, why don't you just take fucking Wildman's body? No one's gonna... She's a fucking child.
2: Fair. But but he wouldn't know that Neelix can actually make her go to sleep. But Mm. no, here's my actual suggestion. He'd been saying to Tom all episode long, you should come with me to test out more ships. That's something you'd like. And then because we have this coaxial thing, you can meet up with Voyager wherever in the quadrant it is. And Mm. that's fine. Why don't you just go to Earth while you're at it? (laughs) No, my thought is he should... When he gets into Tom's body, just convince everyone, hey, I'm gonna go with Steph. I'll be back later. Bye.
1: <laughs> fixed problem. <laughs> he
0: really wanted replicated booze, apparently. He did,
1: that's true. So many beverages. <laughs> like five.
3: I also thought you couldn't replicate alcohol. I thought you could only replicate synthahol. Well,
0: that is how advanced Voyager is, apparently. Wow.
2: That is how much of a lightweight Steph is.
3: <laughs> He's just been drinking neuro gel packs. <laughs> he thinks they're Capri
0: Suns, <laughs> berry flavored.
2: Another question, because this got me very confused. After X amount of time in the the the, the shaped body, he starts flipping back to the previous body, even though the previous body it was also is stolen. a different body yeah. now.
0: That didn't make a lot of sense.
2: I got very confused. If you if you think about it for two seconds, your brain explodes. In terms of why are you going back? What would happen to the other people? Why is original Steph pissed off? If maybe that'll flip back, I don't fucking know. It's... Yeah, like
0: it seems like he flips back, but they don't. But why would he flip back to the previous stolen body and not his, whatever his yeah
2: exactly his own birth.
0: actual form is?
2: Yeah, I kept thinking like, wait a minute, was that was the one that we kind of see flashes of a different woman? But I think it was the same. No, woman it was the same woman. So...
0: so that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like he should be turning back into Alcazar, the funny little grasshopper monster mm-hmm. that he truly is.
1: Alcazar.
0: Uh, Futurama, when Leela thinks she's found her home world.
2: Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's actually oh, yeah. a horrible... That's
1: a good person. reference. I forgot yeah.
0: about
2: that one.
1: Yeah,
0: he's a horrible little shapeshifting grasshopper. We just watched it recently.
3: <laughs> yeah, the whole, like, first act or so, I'm like, oh, are they going to try to... Do, like, because they, they kept, like, showing, oh, oh, there's, like, Seth's actually a woman. Is there going to be, like, some kind of romance
1: thing? Is that what they're trying to set
3: up? But
1: Yeah, I also kind of thought maybe he was just actually a woman and he was like nope. losing control of his ability to hold his shape because like of maybe on maybe on some maybe on her
3: planet you can't be a scientist and a woman at the same time or
1: she doesn't have the lobes for it yeah
3: maybe he's just a trans man i we don't know we have no idea
0: but, but nope instead
3: it's instead weird it's a shape stupid shaping. body swap episode which, is, which is
2: better it. than this or Turnabout Intruder? Oh, I couldn't dream to be a captain in
3: the
0: boys club. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with this.
2: This is better,
1: worse. Better. Better, better slightly. Better. <laughs> I, think, I think Turnabout Intruder, Turnabout Intruder was so bad. <laughs> Turnabout yeah. Intruder
3: was so bad.
1: How Th- bad was it? Oh, I
2: thank did. you. Oh, man, we've even been watching a ton of match game. I should have jumped on that.
3: Damn. They stopped making Star Trek after it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like,
2: you know what? This sucked so
3: bad. We're not doing it anymore. We'll just wait Which one was turned about 20 years and do try again. The one
0: where the woman stole Kirk's body. It was the last episode of TOS. Oh, I don't remember. She, she, yeah, she, she, was, a, no.
3: she was an old friend or flame of Kirk's that wanted to be a starship captain, but apparently in those days you couldn't, you couldn't be Michael Burnham. Uh, <laughs> like its uh, only contribution, Michelle Yeoh's character, who I can't remember the <laughs> name Georgia. of, Jojo.
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah, they uh, the only contribution that that episode has made to Star Trek now is that it's where that yeah that Kirk meme face comes from with him in the chair like
1: ah with the hands
0: up, like the, if you've ever seen that, that's the episode it's from.
1: I can't remember what yeah. that looks like. You know, not a very good episode. No,
0: but yeah, she she gets into Kirk's body and then
3: acts all like dainty, yeah. dainty, and yeah. like like. William Shatner is just having the time of his life being
0: a girly man. But they also again like kinda like with this, they very quickly you are like, you know, something's amiss as fuck.
3: Yeah, it's basically the whole same the same They're like something's (laughs) wrong with the captain. Yes, exactly. I have some tea and crumpets bones. Yeah.
2: here's a here's a quite a cute uh, element that um, Tom and, and Harry were getting ready to play golf with mm. Ensign Kaplan. Yeah, and with the way Harry first framed it was like, "Oh, do you have our, our golf clubs ready? It'll be great to beat Ensign Kaplan." Like, <laughs> "Oh <he> no, <laughs> Ensign Kaplan, run!" And,
0: and fake Tom, he makes face like,
2: "What the fuck kind of sport is this?" <laughs> Don't beat Ensign Kaplan with a club. Rude.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he was he was so bad at stealing a life. It's like eh, I downloaded these files, but I can't be bothered to read. Reading's for dorks.
1: I'm too busy jerking it to Janeway's journal for some reason. So you like, will make it... out with
2: your girlfriend though.
1: Like, uh, well, which by the way, I will rape your girlfriend. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was pretty fucked because up. Because that's I mean, that's not addressed. That's that's not no, brought having up. Having sex with someone under false pretenses is that's rape. Yeah, John? absolutely. Yep. Yep. Also, like, where did the fucking golf thing come
3: from? We had the car thing. We had to introduce a stupid golf thing, even Maybe though no it's one has ever.
1: a midlife crisis thing. Like, he's got system. a nice car and he's gonna play more golf of the links. Has anybody in Star Trek ever
3: talked
0: about golf? I just assumed golf went the way of baseball. That would be nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't
0: think anyone's mentioned it before.
1: Maybe Kaplan is Scottish.
3: I don't know. And, like, why does Bilana like, she sees... What are you doing with those clubs in my quarters? Yeah, that was... Fucking golf? Are you fucking playing
1: golf behind my back, Tom? Fuck! Well, I think you know
3: I...
0: golf killed my father.
1: It wasn't that she was mad about the golf. She was mad that he showed up and was, like, acting like he owned the place after they'd had a fight and he refused to be a big boy. No, that's true. That's yeah. why she was upset. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the golf.
2: Yeah, you'll come to my quarters to play oh. golf, but not to talk Sometimes with your girlfriend. Sometimes
3: people are not upset about the thing they say they're upset about, but about the subtext thing that is brought up other times in the episode. They're and in I a like relationship, where you're going with you know.
1: that? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I really thought you thought she was annoyed about golf.
3: Well, I think she was. I think she fucking hates golf.
1: Well, I mean,
2: <laughs>
3: rightly any so. Sensible person
0: does. one of the worst sports in the world.
2: It takes up so much fucking land. Yeah. Too. It's absurd. No, what it's terrible. Have, like, was that
3: thing? Spring ball or Parisi Square? just play
2: that on the holodeck. That's, that's where I
3: assume that's where they the are. Probably play. just playing play like golf, golf on the I they're, I'm, they're, I'm golf. assuming their golf contest isn't like using <laughs> that little that little putting goal. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, is there anything else with this one? Eh,
2: I think it's over. I was also incredibly distracted because Tom just looked haunchy all of a sudden yeah he he did did
1: look look chunky, didn't he i did not notice that he looked he looked like he'd gained all of balana's pregnancy weight (laughs) maybe it was maybe it was sympathetic pregnancy
3: weight gain (laughs) a sympathetic pregnancy where you could (laughs) become pregnant just by being near someone who's pregnant oh
1: no murder them
0: hysterical pregnancy A, a little bit yes Uh, when Mr. Burns has all the diseases in the world at once and they can't get through the door of his body. Oh,
2: that's one. Yeah. We like that scene. It's a good scene.
0: I thought I had recognized Lady Steph, but no I did not. Looked her up. Very lengthy career, but mostly in voice acting. Oh cool. And her only other Trek credit is Bridge Commander, I think. One of the video games. Oh, okay. But yeah, so very very busy person, but not not frequently actually shown on screen.
2: Well, she was fine.
3: Yeah. yeah yeah i thought this episode was a turd but it like wasn't offensively bad it was just it's like there's like way worse episodes it was just,
2: structured kind of poorly I a think. little yeah. Yeah. it was it was you know
0: yeah. it, like it's not it's not bad enough to be like i'm going to remember it you know yeah i don't like i've things... forgotten this episode within a few weeks yeah yeah i
3: don't know we'll see what happens in a few mm. weeks
1: yeah, that's right, because well, we're, we're in a few weeks we're probably going to have to remember it. it on
2: purpose.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll look at the list and go like,
2: oh yeah, that one. What about this one?
0: Well, this one is The Omega Directive. Ba, 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 ba. And no, it is not a 70s thriller. It is the Voyager puttering along through space. Do-do-do-do-do. And uh, suddenly some they detect a thing and everything freezes up and there's Omegas everywhere. And they're like, what the shit? And Chakotay's like, I'll get Kim up here to figure it out for some reason. And then Jamie bursts in and is like, no one touch a fucking thing. I will end you. She pushes some buttons and then walks away and is like, we're all like, yeah, that's weird. So apparently this is the Omega Directive. It is Starfleet's ultimate directive. It, it, It turns off the Prime Directive. It does. It is so direct. I'm, I'm told
2: that it's Prime Directive, uh, or it's, it's Directive Zero, so that it comes before the Prime Directive. Yeah, wow.
0: Yep. except it's, a, it's, it's, you know, it's a prequel, because it's only about 129
2: years, I think they said old.
0: So basically, a little over a century ago, Federation scientists managed to fabricate the Omega Particle, which has a crazy amount of energy, but is also crazy unstable, and if it blows up, it... Fox subspace. Oh
2: no, we use that all the time. For to the things. point,
0: yeah, to the That's point where Odo is true. <laughs> uh, to the point where you can't create a stable uh, warp field.
1: Wormhole.
0: So now, uh, whenever a Federation ship detects an Omega particle, everything shuts down. The captain has to turn it back on, and normally they have to call up, you know, Starfleet specialists and scream, "Oh fuck." So they can spend, send specialists to come and like destroy it in a way that doesn't fuck subspace. But of course they're alone out in the Delta Quadrant, so they Man, got to deal with like it on their Stanley own. Stanley Steamer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Janeway is like, I've got to have you all do things, but I can't get into detail.
2: Kind of, like, there's a TOS episode like that
0: too. There's one where like Kirk can't say what he's. I oh, is he's that
2: one not... he's he's being a dick because uh, he has to he has to deal with space? So,
0: yeah. Anywho, but she Janeway luckily goes, wait a second, Seven of Nines of Borg, they've had Starfleet captains, but fuck, she probably knows all about this. She's like, hey Seven, can I talk to you? And Seven's so like, oh, I fucking know. And she's like, damn it. So it turns out the Omega Particle is like borderline religious for the Borg because it's perfection incarnate. And there's some argument for her, but like, oh, I could probably, you know, stabilize it and we don't have to destroy it. And Jane's like, no, we're fucking destroying it. We detected so much that if this was disposed of wrong, it would fuck subspace throughout most of this quadrant, and then we're definitely not getting home. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they go to this this pre-warp civilization, and again, reminder, the Prime Directive has been deactivated. They find the station where they were working on it on the far side of the moon. It's kerploded. They get some people on board and start patching them up, and they're like, is there more? And they're like, there is so much more. Um... <laughs> And one of them explains to Seven that they found a way to kind of stabilize it a bit, using its own hoodly-doo to what's-it invert thing. Ish. Yeah. And then they
2: blew themselves up with so
0: it. So much. And Seven's like, maybe I can stabilize it. And Jane was like, no! And ultimately, of course, she does the right thing lets him destroy it. Uh, Is it the
2: right thing? Yes. Um, and the other aliens, you know, <laughs> try to stop
0: them and things like that. Uh... I've explained this poorly, but that's the gist, right?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of fascinating stuff to talk about. There is. It's just It's it's a little dense and there are a couple things I think they could have done better. Like like you mentioned the this would particularly and very specifically impact if they could ever get home again mm. if subspace stopped working. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of like gloss over that. A little bit. I mean, it, it hangs over it. I, in a way, I'm
0: glad they didn't harp on it too, too That's much. A good like point. they They kind of established, yeah. like, yeah, this would break warp full stop. So that just is there. And it kind of makes you go, like, yeah, I can see why they turn off the Prime Directive for this. Mm. This is too important.
2: Yeah, like, we've seen in spoilers-ish, but I think it's very clear at this point in season, the last one of Discovery. Mm. No, the third one. The third one of yeah. Discovery. Just what societies are like when warp doesn't work, and they fall apart.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're not even so that they didn't work, they just didn't have it as much as they'd have liked. Yeah. And it fucked them. But yeah, it's interesting, like, this thing where where Starfleet is just like, yeah, fuck even pretending about anything right now. This, this gotta, nope. Like, hello, pre-warp civilization that sounds like is maybe dying. Um, fuck you. Needs of the many, bitches.
2: Nuke them from orbit. Well, but
0: at one point he says, we could like, what are we gonna destroy a small planet? And it's like... Yeah. I think if you had to, you might.
2: Oh, i do it on purpose.
0: This is like, this isn't even General Order 24. This is... Ooh, Because
1: Omega Directive,
0: yeah, twenty
1: four. Well, they were gonna blow themselves and everybody up around them up anyway with their bullshit atoms. So really, mm. but if
2: they stabilized it,
3: they yeah. would never. Well, here's have the thing, it. right? So like, evidently, this is inevitable. Like, it seems so. It's like it's like nuclear power. You know, eventually, if you're a, a post industrial society, one of the things you're gonna do is invent an A bomb.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think they they specifically wanted to make analogies to the atomic bomb in oh, this episode. Well, they,
3: it, I mean, it, it was very subtle because I didn't pick up on it. No, you didn't. I had to, <laughs> you, I had to tell you about it from this book. Uh, I was getting a lot
2: of a uh, Chernobyl vibes well, too.
0: And it's interesting because you don't even necessarily have to be super advanced to try to do it because they did specifically say these folks were pre warp. Yeah, but they were still able to synthesize omega particles. So, like,
3: if Voyager hadn't been here, hadn't mm-hmm been on the scene happen to be in the neighborhood i imagine not everybody has an omega directive no so it would have just happened so how is this not already fucked subspace everywhere by now
2: maybe it has in certain areas maybe that's why there are a lot of areas you can't go mm. like i like the comment that 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 area where I think the, the scientist's name was Cataract, which mm. I thought was a cool name because mm. it sounds like Kesseract. I thought it sounded too much like Cataract. Ah, mm. uh, that the whole area of space, Listen, that whole that yeah, whole system not. where they, heat, they they first created the Omega particle. You can't use warp there anymore. Yeah. You can only use subspace or, or uh, sub light, sub light. Uh, in that area, and everyone just says, Oh, yeah, that's a naturally Natural occurring thing. Phenomena. So, all the other naturally occurring phenomena in the quadrant could just be more fucking this stuff,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. They uh, so they name drop uh, Einstein and Carol Marcus and Carol Marcus. Oh, I like
2: that, that was a good reference. Um,
3: I, I thought like Oppenheimer would have been a better name drop for the A bomb,
0: you know, I feel like they were going with uh. The the, the kind of just, like, let's just stick with the when we know everyone yeah. knows thing. True. I
2: don't know, I feel like Oppenheimer's gotten really, like, a ton of, like, media mentions in different shows and plays and shit. Well, people know who
3: Oppenheimer is, I think. Yeah, but I
0: feel like at the end of the day, like, you know, but like, it's safer to assume more people know Einstein. That's true, but,
3: it's, but at the same time, I just feel like it's, you know, Star Trek should think. More people than that. Einstein didn't even work on the a. He did not. Um, so it would it makes yeah. I feel like Oppenheimer would have been a much better choice to name
0: drop, but anything's mm. a better choice than Elon Musk. That's true. Oh
1: god.
3: <laughs> oh, that's gonna have aged poorly. Like, can
0: they like? Can they like uh, George Lucas? That can they just go back and dub in McConkey. anyone else? McClunky!
2: <laughs> yes, here that would make more sense
0: at this point. Like just go in and redub that.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of uh, Carol Marcus, and I love that they only give credit to Carol Marcus and not mm. the son, because fuck that guy. Well, he broke it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I read that the um, Genesis device in the Rathicon was originally going to be named the Omega device. Ah, look at that. Ah, hat. cute tie-in. Which doesn't really make sense,
0: considering what it was supposed to do. So. It's true.
2: It's supposed to be the start. It should be the Alpha device. Yeah,
0: so really, not not calling it that was a good, good, good plan.
2: Well, it's also... I also thought you know
3: it was a good like fan wanky name drop, but it also doesn't make a lot of sense in universe because there was only ever one built. Mm. It didn't work properly. It only killed one guy uh, as a direct result of it.
1: Yeah, yeah like, but all
0: the thievery and skull dugger yeah, around. Yeah, that's true. Killed there killed was skull
3: dugger, Yeah, but like really, if you think about it, only Khan was a actual victim of... And he was going to die anyway. And he was, dying, he was, yeah, dying he was dead words. anyway. Well,
2: I'm thinking about it like in the philosophical standpoint yeah. of what it, McCoy brings up yeah. profusely saying like, hey guys, you realize this is actually a doomsday weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Bones. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> you look great in that coat. But the Curly. thing
3: is also, it's like, uh, you know, they were like, oh, how Marcus must have... Yeah, well, I think Carol Marcus still thought it was a pretty good thing. Like, I don't think... I don't think she, I don't think Carol Marcus ever believed that well, see, Genesis we, was anything other than a good invention.
1: Yeah,
0: though we don't know, you know, what she thought of it after she found out it didn't actually work. Well, except yeah. for her son yeah. using proto matter. Yeah, it's like, Douche. I
3: imagine like that someone delivering that news like, hey, guess what, Genesis doesn't work, Carol? Oh my god, let's try and, again. And David's dead. Oh. What do you mean? What do you mean it doesn't work? <laughs> <laughs> I want that
1: scene. That I want right. that scene so much. <laughs> uh,
0: so the Borg they have multitudes, literally and figuratively. Because a while ago we were talking about that. There's there's kind of a Borg sense of immortality. Yeah. And now we find they've got this thing that is a borderline like. Religious
2: figure? Yeah,
0: yeah, it, yeah. It, it, sort of a semi-religious obsession with this particle. Um, I
2: li- I liked the portrayal they gave of it. Because, you know, when I read the synopsis of Seven has a religious experience, I'm like, ugh, oh, this is going to be like another sacred ground bullshit, isn't it? But no, I think they handled it very well in that they didn't really make it seem religious. They made it seem like the logical thing her character would be into. Yeah. Like Tom's into cars. Yeah, Check that off the list. Seven's into <laughs> the perfect particle. Yeah, Got it. Yeah, it's I, it. I think
0: comparing it to the pursuit of the Holy Grail works, you know, it's this semi-mythic object, except here it's real. Semi,
2: yeah, I was going to say, It's um, emphatically real object. Yeah. That I, gets that, that gets what what do they say? 600,000 Borg drones killed when yeah. they, when they tried to uh stabilize one particle. Yeah, yeah. Fools.
0: I, I actually I did quite like the scene where she's um trying to get Chakote
2: Another good use of
1: Chakotay. To
0: let, you let her, uh, you know, to explaining her stance and she actually, like, her stoicism breaks down a, just a little bit. Uh, like some some more emotion was coming through than she normally allows. And I thought that was done very well. Because it could have been easy to overdo it.
2: Yeah, good on Jerry, Ryan. You know, just
0: letting a little bit through, letting the sort of the very stiff facade break just the teeniest bit. But the idea that they, they have this kind of uh, pursuit and obsession that is maybe not 100% logical, it's only like 99% logical, which for the Borg is a lot, mm. um, is, you know, gives you this this, this idea that there is uh, still the barest idea of maybe a culture there, even though what they mostly do is become this bland, gothic, industrial beige. Mm.
3: <laughs> now, here's a, here's a thought. Now that Seven has sort of discovered and, and maybe embraced some form of spirituality, does that mean she's going to you know, have a medicine bag and, and do do the thing? She's going
2: to find her animal guide with Chakotay. And...
3: It'll be a Roomba.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I drooled because I was laughing so much. <coughs> oh no, it's awful. Oh, fuck. <laughs> son <of> a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, Jake, you're right.
3: Um I liked the scene where um uh, it was goofy for sure but I did like it in spite of its goofiness where when she was put in oh. charge of people okay, oh. and she just good. started assigning them numbers and Harry was all pissed off about <laughs> he was pissed it. I off love that, that. His, his number wasn't good enough
2: I well, got, then he got, got, it got to move, to move. Yeah
3: was six, and then he went to two? Well, because oh. he wouldn't stop bitching. That's true. I don't think everyone else is just like, ah, you know what? Fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay. Like, some, some just randos, and she's like, yeah, your, your new designation is eight of ten. he's like, alright. Uh, yeah, okay. Thanks. I had
0: worse hazing at the Academy. This is fine.
2: Yeah, they put up into, up with it until Janeway gets back, and Janeway will shut it down again.
0: But- Part of her's like, you know, that was kind of efficient. <laughs>
2: Although, I don't know.
0: I think that
3: Telling people here's a new name is going to be inefficient because they're like no one's gonna hey, two! Two I'm talking to you!
2: Two Was I, was I two or was I three? God damn it, I was just six. <laughs> do you mean two of ten or do you mean two of nine? <laughs> mm,
3: did seven of nine give herself a designation in her little system? Like was she Oh was she ten of ten
1: uh for that? Ten for project? ten. Yeah. Well she's definitely a ten. Indeed. So, yes. Weirdly <laughs>
0: enough, she designated herself, uh, Susan. Mm. <laughs> she is Susan of 10.
3: I should know. I think, um, I think she gave herself 11 of 10. it is. Because it's, it's, it's one more. It's
2: one better. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Harry, I also kind of like the Harry Tuvok scene in which Harry said, mm. what do you think the captain's really up to before they get clued in? And he says, I think it's going to be, she's going to open up a wormhole. We're going to go back to the Alpha Quadrant. And you want to know what I think, Tuvok? Tuvok says, No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I fucking Any, love that. Yeah. I, so, I, th- you know, God. And the only thing is, stupid gossip and rumors are going to spread, but clearly none of them were thinking this through. It's like, oh, he bets, you know, some crewman dick face here thinks it's species 8472. And it's like, the Omega directive clearly had to predate your journey to the Delta Quadrant. Mm. No one knew what Species 8472 was before a few weeks ago. Think it through, crewman dickface! Well, do they know
2: what predates going to the Delta Quadrant? Or do they, or do they think maybe Janeway plugged it in and it's new DLC? Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess
0: they could think that,
3: but... Tuvok and Janeway have melded before.
2: Yes. Mm. Who hasn't Tuvok melded with now? Harry. So,
3: I mean... <laughs> instant dickface. Do, do, like, Starfleet captains have to receive special anti-mind reading training so that with you know if they get melded or they meet a telepathic species or walk near a betazoid like it seems like with mind reading being a thing in star trek this super duper top secret knowledge any top see here's here's how i would do it if i were starfleet tell us i would say okay when the ship detects the omega particle do the thing you did. Shut down. Display the the symbol. And the captains don't actually know what it is until it happens. All they have is oh, oh. All they know as a captain is oh. When I see that symbol and the ship shuts off, I gotta open up this you know break the glass seal yeah,
2: briefcase that in glows case of
3: emergency. And... and then they learn about Omega. Because, or
2: they don't even learn about Omega. They just tell them what to do yeah, without telling them what it is. Yeah,
3: call. You know, call Servpro and get this taken care of. That's true, yeah. Because, like, this is serious knowledge and it's distributed. And now the
0: Borg know about it. Mm. Great going, Starfleet. Uh, Well, being fair, they had already stumbled across it anyway. They had, but they... They wouldn't have necessarily known what Starfleet's protocol was for it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, if Janeway, in one of the countless ridiculous things she's done and blowing up the ship and all that, had gotten herself killed, would then, like, suddenly a box appear on Chakotay's desk, and he unwraps it all <laughs> giddy-like, and he's like, oh, it's that's a, a, good question. It's a directive I have to well, learn. Why, Damn yeah, it.
3: That's why it's so much better. A much better system is what I was describing. The magic briefcase. And it's like, whoever has the command codes for the ship yeah. can read it. That, that yeah. is better. And only once it's been detected. Yeah, because otherwise, you know. If had been killed earlier in the mission and Chakotay was the captain at this time, or Tuvok was the captain, or anybody, they would have need to really? have been briefed on this, or else they wouldn't, or else the ship would have shut off. Because I'm assuming when the ship t- goes into Omega mode, you gotta <laughs> unlock it. Like, <laughs> mm. you gotta do something, or else, like, oh, no, our ship's just gone to Omega mode. I guess we're stuck here <laughs> now. Hi,
2: <Ay>, Allah, <laughs> Omega mode. We like
0: candy. <laughs> that took a second. <laughs>
2: did you say? I'm what the worst. I, I said pi a la omega mode. Because pi a, la a la mode
1: is a thing. And pi oh. is
0: also a different Greek letter. That's true. So you, you said, I didn't hear, I heard a la, but I thought a l l a h not a l a. Yeah, I
1: also, I also thought you were. That's talking why I was like, about "What, is, and what I was just very confused. And I was like, "Oh, wait a minute,
3: the French Allah."
1: Hey,
3: there was a real gratuitous shot of a crucifix.
1: In this yeah, episode. that
0: was that was that caught us. Caught I was like, up, "Whoa, yeah.
3: Jesus!"
1: <laughs> he was like, "That's me."
0: <laughs> so apparently, she did reset the Da Vinci program because he's no longer in France,
3: mm, or he got bored with the French and came back.
0: I mean, that's understandable.
2: Yeah, I would totally have deactivated him too. Like apparently Seven did. Yeah, <laughs> A plus, good <could> work, Seven. Deactivated <laughs> <laughs> right him down. and
0: deleted that program. He doesn't like visitors after midnight. It's a video game. It doesn't have to be the same time as it is on
1: the <laughs> ship. What the fuck? What is wrong with you people? No, they're trying. They're trying to Moriarty him, and there's no time. They do real time. It's, it's just, like Animal Crossing. Is, exactly. This is mm-hmm. the future of video games. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. Oh, I liked the uh, the visuals we got of the Omega
2: particle because mm. it was just a buckyball, which is amazing. Yeah, I thought
1: was cool.
2: Yeah, it's a great shape. Like like when they told. I wrote the guy's name down. God damn it. Uh, visual effects producer Robert Schoon. And he's like, you know what I'm going to make to make a religious experiment experience uh, molecule is a buckyball because those things are the fucking best.
1: <laughs> I, don't know I, I Bucky hate what a is.
2: Uh, it's a Buckminster Fullerene particle. It's basically the same shape as a soccer ball. Because the shapes, the hexagons and pentagons, make for a very stable and strong shape.
3: Buckminster Fuller, was a... He was a a
2: architect or something?
3: I think so. And and made geodesic domes? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And they're really nicely designed. And Mm. and, and there's a a great video... uh, I always forget the name, C-P-G-Grey, something, C- something, some oh, yeah, CP- I, yeah, yeah 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 grey, uh, maybe we'll link to it if I remember, called Hexagons are the Bestagons, <laughs> because the hexagon is just such a superior shape.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's why uh, bees use it.
2: Yeah, that's why you see it in nature, whilst you don't really see fucking squares a lot.
3: <laughs> I see squares all the time, there's three of them at this table. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Uh-huh.
2: Nicely done, Jake. Oh, the other note that I have. So, if anyone noticed that suddenly Torres just kind of accrued to- the the tasks that they give to Tom earlier, and that's why she wasn't in the briefing room anymore, uh, it's because huh. Roxanne Dawson had gone into labor and was ah. not available to finish the episode. Oops. Well, there we go. Slash yay.
0: I'm going to miss the uh, overcoat. <laughs> I'm
2: just, gonna, like, just just put
3: her in a, st- on a Starfleet-issued... Uh, like, gurney with, like, a... a Wowzer. This looks like a giant uniform covering her. And,
2: <laughs> Yikes.
3: And have her give birth on the set, in the
0: episode. Just like I and love pretty But he was asking, why is B'Elanna screaming so much? It's, uh, it's, it's... it's... <laughs> The Klingon holiday where they're required to scream for 24 hours (laughs) without stopping. the Klingon
3: day of screaming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That feels real. That's a lot of laughter. It does.
0: It does.
2: (laughs) You all right there, Chris? I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't mind the, the overcoat thing. I thought it was a cute overcoat. Yeah, no, I'm going to miss yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: think you should keep it. They yeah, they should have kept it. It seemed, you know, again, she's got a little tools in her pocket. It seems like they're all engineers should have.
2: Yeah, that's true. Although last episode it was the one where it's like fairly clear. Like, oh, just don't, just just leave her seated at the table. Don't let her move. Because <laughs> you can tell. You can see everything.
0: <laughs> it's too late. I've seen everything.
2: You can see little baby handprints up against the side of mm-hmm. the Yuck. That's creepy. Another thing I wrote down that I want to get you guys' take on because I thought I think it would be amazing uh, is at the very very beginning the doctor said the, the doctor has um, assigned seven to read a Christmas Carol.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. And
2: yeah. I want to see the the seven as
1: Scrooge in a in yeah. a Christmas Carol movie. Who would play everybody else? Fuck. <laughs> so, um... I feel like the doctor would have to be Jacob Marley. Okay, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he's kind of the one who's trying to help her get her shit together. Yeah. Good, good. Christmas hey. past would have to be Kess returning. Ah, there we go. That's cute.
0: Harry's Cratchit.
1: Good, accurate.
0: <laughs> is Tom Chakote present? I feel like it's one of them.
2: Chicote. They can they can uh, split it back and, and each take a, a leg. <laughs>
0: kind of like how the Muppets did two Marlies. We can have two presents.
3: Neelix is Whoa. Tiny Tim. <laughs> good. <laughs>
2: he's only got one one there we go now who's future then janeway good yes janeway in a spooky robe
1: (laughs) a spooky robe. she's not even gonna have a spooky robe she's just gonna have a look in her eyes that lets you know that she's gonna blow up the ship (sighs) actually
0: that's that'll be she'll be wearing sunglasses the whole time and then she takes them off at the end instead of eyes she's just got little voyagers exploding like her eyes are screens
1: (laughs) Or just two big red buttons that you'd hit to make the explosion happen. There we go. Oh, that one's scarier. Mm. Button eyes. Ooh. Cool. Very Coraline vibes. Mm. <laughs>
0: it's funny because at some point, I, uh, fuck, what's his name? Tuvok. The M.H.'s real name. Bob Robert Picardo. Bob Picardo did, like, a CD which was songs from the musical version of A Christmas Carol. Uh, um, oh yeah, I,
1: was he Scrooge? I, yes. yes. Did I buy that? Yeah. No, there's, like, samples of
0: it on YouTube, though.
2: Oh.
0: And, of course, Patrick Stewart is in a version of A Christmas Carol where he is Scrooge.
2: It's, like, the role for, for aging white men. Mm.
0: There's even a version where Henry Winkler played Scrooge.
2: Oh, but he's too nice. How would you do that?
0: I, I don't know. Oh, he's an
2: excellent actor. That's how. Well, yes. <laughs>
0: but they uh, they also, like, set it in Depression-era United States instead of Victorian London.
2: Huh. Okay. Yeah.
3: He would be a good Willy Loman
2: Oh yes, wow. yes he would.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Who would?
2: Uh,
3: Henry, Henry Winkler, Winkler. the Fonz.
1: E, maybe I would be willing to watch it.
0: Kind of surprised you've ever gotten Winkler on Star Trek. Mm.
2: Oh man, there's still time. Come on, buddy.
0: Make him the first non-Brent Spiner soon. <laughs> <laughs> like finally, soon, not fucking Spiner. No,
2: nope, I think mm. it's I think it's in Spiner's contract. I can only play songs. <laughs> Um, here's, the, here's the other very silly thing that took me a little... I think we get the slightest bit out of this episode with every progressing moment. Mm-hmm. This is a really secreted fucking thing. Janeway's yep. not even supposed to tell anybody. Nope. She tells Seven because Seven already knows. Finally, because when they realize, okay, this is more fucking like, bizarre than usual. Yeah. Bring in the senior staff. None of this can leave this room. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, good. None of this will leave this room. Literally, the next fucking scene, Chakotay's in engineering, telling Bolana and Tom and, who, and somebody else what their tasks are, or or some some or, or order of flip flop in which Chicote is just in the middle of engineering, telling everyone their tasks in earshot of the rest of engineering. Mm. And then later on, as they're on the bridge, before they're like. Finding Omega Particles. Is that an Omega Particle? Points at the view screen. Mm. Everyone else on the bridge is like, what? Well, and
0: of course, they've got a whole fucking away team involving not the senior staff recovering, like, the injured scientists.
2: Yeah, so this expanded past just the senior staff that was in that room to... Everybody knows it now I mean, it fine.
3: sounds like the rumor mill was working over time and everybody kind of knew there was something, something. was up. But, like, it's you can have multiple people... I think, knowing parts of what's going on without knowing, like, the the, the secret part of Omega was that it's going to destroy subspace. subspace. Odo. Odo's
2: bucket specifically. Yes.
3: <laughs> like, that's the secret part. I mean, it could just be, you know, oh, we've got to deal with some bullshit on this planet. And, you know, the, the lower decks people aren't going to know.
0: Mm. One of whom is apparently trained as a nurse because she had a medical bag.
2: Shakes head. Yeah, in the time that they've been attempting to train Tom on the side Mm. while he's also piloting the fucking ship, they could have trained all the extras how to be a fucking nurse. They
0: could have trained Neelix at this point. Well, Neelix
2: also has way too many jobs. Samantha Wildman, what's she doing?
0: Naomi! (laughs) Fuck it. It's like, child, we are skipping basics. You are going, we are just going to start from here to train you to eventually be a physician. (laughs) Like, it's, it's like the Middle Ages, we are just apprenticing you to the doctor the minute you can walk. Congratulations, mm-hmm. you're a surgeon.
2: Yay.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> Fucking, next time there's a crisis on the ship, like, there's, there's the EMH and, you know, Naomi Wildman in, like, a lab coat, but it's adult-sized. <laughs> the yeah. sleeves are all rolled up, it's trailing behind her. It's like,
2: oh, I'm sorry, you're gonna perform the surgery? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like Doogie Howser, shut the fuck up.
3: Cool. Omega.
2: Omega. My last note is that the Vulcans were definitely the one that came up with this directive. Yes. Because fuck those guys. Yeah. Oh, and
0: again, it's very much needs of the many, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like...
2: Yeah. Oh, one of your one of your crew is sick? Kill him. Vulcans, why?
0: You know what? This might fuck up Warp Drive. Genocide a planet.
2: Yay. They
0: probably came up with General Order 24 as well, now oh, that yeah. I think of it.
2: They definitely did.
0: I mean, in being fair, the Andorians went, yeah, it sounds good.
2: <laughs>
3: thing is, the Vulcans came up with, it and they're like, "All right, here we go. Here's General Order One," and everyone's all like, eh,
2: let's, be a it's lower. The list. "Let's
0: put it a little lower. Make us seem a little less bloodthirsty."
2: They can come up with a couple other ones.
0: But then when they came up with the General Order Zero, or rather the Omega Directive, decided to make it zero, the Vulcans were like, "Yes,
2: yeah, My <sighs> favorite. They love killing." Speaking <laughs> of things Vulcans love doing, killing, killing, and also designing cool-looking starships. Okay,
0: that too, but mostly uh, killing.
2: Mostly killing. I mean, they can kill things with the starships. True. Because we're on our, this is going to be our final starship discussion for a while, because all the other series are are concurrent at the moment. So there's, one day maybe we'll circle back to, to any currently running series. But for now, we're looking at the rest of the Enterprise alien starships that we see throughout the Enterprise series. Which we haven't gotten to yet, so some of these might be spoilery, I'm not sure. Some of these, I'm not even sure how important they are. They're just ones that I found online and said, let's talk about these particular ships. Vulcans love
0: rings. Vulcans
2: love rings. You can see all our pictures up on our Tumblr, sshbpodcast.com, so make sure you're following along. Because now you can see the Vulcan Surak-class ship, which is a cute little, like, it looks like a little pistol phaser inside of a ring. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cute.
0: Yeah, I want to say there had been, like, concept art of a ring Enterprise. Like, really? back in the 60s.
2: Oh, weird.
0: So I think this might be alluding to that. And that that's why, if you look on, uh, what is it, the motion picture, when um, Deckard is showing the Ilea probe, you know, all oh, these ships were named Enterprise. One of them is a, a ring ship Enterprise.
2: Oh, I missed that off. So next time, next time I'm voluntarily watching the motion picture, I'll take a look. Um, what is Spock flying in in the in the, in the motion picture in, the, in his shuttle when he lands <coughs> the crew?
0: His is like a long range, but I think Federation like Starfleet shuttle, okay. so it's a boxy thing with, like it's very traditional.
2: Got it, got it. I think I always confuse that with. The ships that you see Obi Wan fly around in in episode two. Oh,
0: which has the removable hyperdrive ring. Yeah, yeah, which has a
2: little ring, and that's what makes it go, and you can det- detach it, which is very cute.
0: Yeah, yeah. It
2: looks a little like this thing, but I don't think these detach.
0: And his is sort of a reddish color, so. Mm. Yeah, no, they don't. There, they, The ring is basically there in a cell, I think.
2: Yeah. And I think it's cool. Some of our other friends who we're going to see a lot of in Enterprise are the Andorians. And they fly around in these kind of like very long, squiddy looking ships.
0: The the front ends, like if a knock off the backs, it just vaguely reminds me of the shape of the, the Galactica.
3: Yeah, it kind of
2: that. Oh, a yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but then it's got like 15 fucking nacelles sticking out of the back of it.
0: Well, I think it's some it's are nacelles, the rest are probably mostly weapons in placements. Yeah, because yeah, they're big, the, you're big on weapons. Yeah, the the Andorians we find in that series, we get now they get some background, they are. They love killing shit
2: more than Vulcans. Yeah, exactly.
0: especially love killing Vulcans. Yeah. Oh, dicks. They they like they, well, Vulcans aren't too keen on them either. They're very much like they're not a warrior culture, but they love war. <laughs> like they're not Klingons. <laughs> they just are very 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 militaristic. They like killing shit.
2: Yeah, their ship looks very stealthy. It looks like it looks like it's got a ton of cannons on it. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks like a very zippy kind of thing. Our other friends in the, the Federation founding species are the Tellarites. And we kind of see their shippy looking thing. Yeah. The Tellarite ship. It's uh, it's another one that looks a little, like from the side it looks like a shuttlecock. Mm.
0: There's also just uh, the, all the sort of the curves and all this. It's very like Captain Proton 50s, 30s science fiction-y in ways. Especially from the top down, like, this getting, like, old-timey rocket ship vibes. It does,
2: yeah. It's got a lot of rounded uh, sides, which are pretty... Good I like the green. To
0: partially protect their nacelles, unlike everyone else.
2: Yeah. He, everyone else is idiots. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an old thing.
2: All right, I should have covered the scout ship when we covered the original series, because we meet the Orions uh, when they're doing something or other. And we see their ship is kind of like this anus
0: in space. <laughs> a spainus. Those spin, so it really is a spainus.
2: Yeah, spinning anus.
0: But of course, this design was when they did the remaster in the yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. In the original episode, it was just a blob blur. of light. It was just
2: a blur or some shit because no one cared. But the thing that we do kind of see, or we saw because we watched the remaster, is this this funky with with like a ton of like Christmas light bulbs in a octagon kind of shape
0: yeah it's uh it's a weird little thing actually thing with the spinny bit and the weird shape of this front end it kind of reminds you of uh mr spock's uh squid ship in the kelvin timeline
2: (laughs) i do like a spinny so Mm. so that's always good but i included that one so that we could look at the other orion ship that we see in enterprise the orion syndicate interceptor It, hmm. it looks kind of like a ram's head
1: Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah, I see
0: I can that. see that. Or uh, an IUD.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just the whole ass uterus. I'm just a uterus ship flying around in space. There's
0: also, like, maybe because of the the like the sharp wings and the green, it feels like the Klingons and the Romulans, like, designed this together. Yeah. Joint project.
2: See, the wings don't go in that direction, though. These are kind of, like like, like, like they're horns. Like, they're kind of yeah. scooped backwards instead of forwards.
0: Yeah, and they've got this, like, I don't know what it's supposed to be, the paint job, but it looks like a pointy, toothy maw.
2: Oh, God, it's like they dip the ends in blood. Well, yeah,
0: and with the tip of the... beard. Like, which I could see them doing, because they're all like, you know, we want to try to be threatening. Spooky. Yeah, it's like World War II pilot, pilots decorating their planes'
1: noses.
2: Neat. Uh, we beat a, a species in Enterprise called the Sulaban. I don't know much about them, but I have a bunch of their ships to look at. Their they, ship looks like a
1: cockroach. It does! <laughs> or like they, uh, like one of those... Big horned beetles, like a beetly, you know? beetly thing. Do you yeah.
0: remember Flome? Yes. Their skin looks like it's made of yellow Flome.
1: Nice.
2: I hope it actually is. It could be.
0: You're right, though. There is a beetly cockroachy quality to that. Yeah. So there's a beetly oh, that's ship. That's a boxy that like a
1: Brick. Yeah. There's a another grenade. ship.
2: Their long ship, which just it kind of has like a piggy face. A little bit. Yeah, I can see that. But it's symmetrical. Or like
1: a, ter- a ter- um, no, tardigrade face. Yeah. Mm. But it it's looks a it like sucker mouth. mouth.
2: Very symmetrical, so it looks almost like interchangeable directions a little bit. Kinda. Like, I've never seen a ship that is so symmetrical front to back.
0: So last week, I incorrectly thought something looked like the red dwarf, because I forgot what the red dwarf looked like. This actually kind of looks like the red
1: dwarf. Oh, it does. But yeah, the... it really does.
2: It
0: just had, the dwarf has the, like, weird mm. net on the, oh god damn it we have net on the front that this does not.
2: Mm. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with this ship in the in the show. For oh, now, I, okay, it just yes. looks like a big fucking Lego brick.
0: Yeah, I remember these, and that's that mm, good comparison.
2: Cool. The other Solarian ship we see is their short, short <laughs> is their short shell. Wow, oh, wow, damn
1: it! What They're, was I trying to say earlier? I, than I fucked up. Oh, plenty ship shape. That ship shape ship shape. Yeah, this is basically a shuttle.
0: Yeah, the it's short. It's like a one or two person. Well, these, these,
1: cells. These, it looks like a life. If I
3: recall,
1: lifeboat, a buoy. They, if,
3: if I recall, these sort of link up together and form a larger structure. They're, oh, that's They're, they're not. Yeah, like they, they can monkey, fly like on their monkey own. Monkey bread. But, yeah, they can do, but yeah, they're also like yeah. they can be their own thing, but they're also Grease like sort bread. of their, they can yes. sort of form up and make a Power
1: Ranger. Suit. Who forms <laughs> the head? Neelix. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, now we're going to get to a whole bunch of Zindi ships. The Zindi are a bunch of different races under one banner kind of thing is is what I understand of what they are. It's, I could be entirely wrong.
0: It's, without getting into details, good, it's a good. really good idea wasted on the worst season of Renterprise.
2: Renterprise? Yes.
0: The worst season of Enterprise. I mean, possibly just one of the worst seasons of Star Trek full stop.
2: Oh, the poor things.
0: There is just so much so much bad about that but season. But you know what's
2: great is the ships. Oh, the ship is pretty. The ships we see from the Zindi, because there's like five different cultures, and the reptilian ships are freaking beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I love very... the purple. I love all like the, the kind of like frilly bits. They look kind of like, they could be like a butterfly. The
0: the wings on the outer edges give me, um, oh god, Ruafu's people vibes. Sona. Oh, Sona. Sona. Sona vibes. Yeah. Just of... the, just the sort of the wings, not the whole. The whole thing is longer and sleeker and Again, there's, a, there's an insectoid quality without me being able to say, like, there's a specific insect. It's because it's so pointy. <coughs> and the wings have this kind of thing going on. Yeah, I, f- I forgot that their ships look like this.
2: Yeah, they're real pretty. I like kind of the detailing you see on them because they look textured. Yeah. They look like oh, they yeah. have a texture.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They definitely do look that way.
2: Yeah, I like these. Speaking of insectoid oh, things, I forgot somehow the insectoid ship looks less insecty mm. and more like mollusky. It's like
3: a grappling hook. It
2: does!
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like a footprint.
0: Or the little poison dart from is it one of the Star Wars movies? Yeah. The one that kills Boba the shapeshifter. Fett uses it on the shapeshifter.
3: Oh, yeah. damn it, Boba Fett. Not Boba. Um, what, Django. Jango? Yeah, Blue Blue Boba Fett.
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh, blue Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, a lot of blue on this, actually. Yeah,
2: a lot of blue. The blue's pretty. Like They have a good color palette, I think. Yeah across the different zindi ships because yeah. you know we had the the purpley of the previous one we have the bluey here
0: it's coming for you you got the upper wings like and the lower one's coming in too like ah, you think you're safe but then oh coming from the bottom it's gonna stab you it's a bunch of knives <laughs> but then also this from the side
2: it's
1: also going like oh. it's got a mouth uh, it looks like a burb uh, looks like it's got a little beak yeah a little bit yeah oh. a little
2: bit a little beaky boy yeah, so that one's cool. Another Zindi race are the aquatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And they've got a really, like, flowy, liquidy-looking ship. Which makes sense. Squiddy ship. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, the the arcs and angle, or the uh, the curved lines on it, I think are really beautiful.
0: Yeah, no, it's very, uh... It
1: also kind of looks like a Christmas tree. It's got manta ray
0: know. things going on from some angles. Yeah. This, the, yeah, this, this end, end? Yes, end bit does have, like, sort of the, uh... A squid's cap kind yep, of thing going on. But then again, from the front, it looks sort of like a ray. So. Yeah.
2: More good colors. There's a turquoise with this one.
0: A completely pointless hole, which the Romulans would love. <laughs>
2: oh, and it's, they it's love got
1: it. a butt plug at the end. Oh, no. Moving on.
2: All right. Another Zindi ship. Yet another, because there's so many. Are the primate ships. This one's a little more strange because it's got more angles to it it's got more cutouts
0: yeah i because the front end like i i immediately thought again to star wars of the um speeder bikes from return of the jedi mm-hmm.
2: okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah I see it. it's got kind of like this little like space in the front that looks like you can like y- use it as a
0: forklift <laughs> yeah yeah although decent uh profile from the front and back kind of be sort of hard to hit because it's you know kind of streamlinedy
2: it's funny. You can almost see from the from a, over the top, kind of. You can almost see like what looks like a Voyager shape oh, I, on the oh inside yeah, oh yeah. of it, yeah, and then no, it looks like you've built so. around it a little bit. Kind
0: of, yeah, yeah. You're
2: right. Yeah, so that's an interesting ship, and I believe this might be the last of the Zindi ships. Oh, yeah, these guys. Oh,
1: this looks like a zeppelin or a dirigible.
2: Yeah. So this is the arboreal ship. I know nothing about what this, what words I'm saying mean. But this is also, it's a reused ship in Enterprise, because they're very, right, very sneaky, so most of these pictures I've grabbed from, are actually from a different race, that they just reused the ship. <laughs> of course. But it's a good-looking ship. I like the million rocket area on the back. Mm.
0: Yeah, they are serious about their thruster assembly.
2: Yeah, it looks, it looks a dense.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a solid thing. Hard to, hard to co
2: Yeah, true. Okay, last thing we're going to look at... Uh. Uh, again, I probably should have included this in TOS, but now we can include it in he, uh, here and compare the two, is the Tholian ship, because we first saw Tholian ships in the Tholian web, and mm-hmm. they just look like little arrowheads. Yeah, yeah, little paper airplane, like pointy things, That very simple design, and good on them for keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. By the time we get to Enterprise, they've kind of shinied it up a little bit, they've given it more texture so that, you know, it's, it's 2000-something now. This is what we do. Yep. We use the CG. Yep.
0: But it's still keeping it relatively simple. It's still a big pointy thing.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: We actually get to see Atholian.
2: I know, yeah. That's going to be a good time.
0: hmm And right. that's your lot.
2: And that's the lot of uh, ships we see in Enterprise. Again, I haven't seen most of Enterprise, so I just found most of these ships online or on timelines or wherever, and I picked the ones that looked like they were important yeah, again, or were pretty.
0: Like the, the Zindi are such an interesting concept.
2: Prepare to be underwhelmed.
0: <laughs> it's just you so poorly.
2: Oh, well, I'll, I'll drool over their ships when we get to those episodes, and that'll be it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably for the best.
2: Uh, speaking of things we can drool over, we're doing more Voyager next week, and we're Woo! doing some fun stuff next week.
0: Oh, yeah? What's that?
2: Uh, we're going to be talking about two more Voyager episodes. We're getting closer and closer to the end of Season 4.
0: That's fucking bonkers. Which is
2: wild. But the episodes next week are going to be unforgettable,
0: which, unforgettable,
3: which I don't
2: remember. Uh, and living witness, which is one of the oh, one of the
3: best fun. known That's episodes. That's a good one. Living witness. Mm. So that'll
2: be that'll be our plan for next week. So definitely keep listening here on SoundCloud or one of the other ones, Apple, Google, something else. Star I don't Wars. care. Us
0: shouting out a window.
2: Yep. If if you if you're passing by my house and you can hear me yelling about God damn it, Tom isn't a nurse. You'll know it's us. So listen, listen to us next week. Definitely make sure you're following along on our Tumblr, where we've posted all those Enterprise ships and some ed- additional snark that I write up every week, so you can see what those look like there. Or just, you know, anything we've got on Tumblr is always good. Our fan fixer up. Make sure you've played with those. They were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And just other blog posts and things. Uh, you can hang out with us on Facebook and Twitter, where we kind of exist a little bit.
0: Mostly Facebook.
2: Uh Yeah, and catch up with us next week. Until then, this has been Ames. This has been Caitlin.
0: This has been Jake. And this is always Chris.
2: Oh, guys, I, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. There's an Obega on my screen. Oh no! <laughs> no. I can't tell you about it. <laughs> but it's so perfect.